Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees or Roger Goodell. Yeah. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Welcome, you're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fan. We up in this thing. Shout out to the Dad Nation. Appreciate the great Saint thing. Thanking the family members for chiming in on this episode of the show. Happy Sunday. Hope you guys are having a fantastic, hope you guys are having a fantastic weekend as we go in in this thing. Much love to the fam. Uh, quite a few developments happened with the Saints uh, the other day. Uh, the Saints had a their first press conference, their first press conference in some time, uh, introducing Carr to the team. I know a lot of you watched it. I watched it myself. It's kind of busy yesterday. Couldn't do it. Family stuff. But at the end of the day, uh, the Saints finally get the man uh, that they wanted, that they coveted. They got him there, and uh, it's uh, time to celebrate for some. But well, like I said, it's a mixed bag if you kind of – Quiz throughout the Who That Nation is a mixed bag. You got some people that are really on the Derek Carr train, some that aren't. But on, but the only way for that to get any better is that the man, uh, the Saints have to win games with Carr, and that'll kind of settle everybody down. That's basically what it comes down to. You know what I'm saying, family? That, that's pretty much what it is. You got to win games. So the Saints going to have an opportunity to do that. Uh, hopefully, uh, like I said, man, um, I'm not a lover of Derek Carr. I do like him. I, I do hope that uh, the Saints, man, they uh, 
give him the, the correct weapons to win. Michael Thomas, they rework in his deal. That's a positive. Elvin Kamara situation uh, is going to be something of interest. But what I do like about Carr is the fact that he's a guy that is exciting. He can push the ball down the field. I loved it. So in in the interest of was it a win? It's a good. It's a. I, I would say it's a decent move for them to get the guy. Uh, he looks uh, and sounds like he'll be enthused to come in here and kind of win. But like I said, it's going to be a lot of pressure on Carr and the Saints to do some some used car. <laughs> Hey, man, sometimes some used cars are good. They got a lot of good used cars out there, huh? Now everybody buying new cars right now. Let me tell you something. Well, I mean, Dahlia's on there. Anyway, shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all being in the stream. Trey, Daniel, Kevin, Eric, Dana, shout out to you. Brother Jerry, the OGs in the building. Quivadius, T-Rob, uh, Antoinette, Ant-Man, Annie, shout out to you. Queen, appreciate you. Devin C, shout out to you. Uh, as well, appreciate you for being a, a pro mega star fan over the last last 13 months. It's Poppy 504 is in this thing as well. Good to see you. Uh, Wani, what's up, Wani? Who that to you as well? Yin is in this thing. Tramal's in this thing as well. Good to see everybody. Night Ward, Larry, what's, what's happening, my brother? Appreciate you being in this thing. So very interesting, very interesting, very interesting indeed. So we'll see. But it does look interesting when you bring up the Saints depth chart. If the Saints can lock in and be healthy uh, and they have Carr along with Michael Thomas and Chris Olave, Rashid Shahid, and then they add a few pieces here or maybe a guy to help out with Kamara when he finally if when he faces suspension or league discipline. They re- see what they do with the offensive line. Do they restructure Andrews Pete? There are a few things that's left to be done, but the Saints are doing it. Uh, they're doing the best that they can do as as cover, uh, currently constructed. Who uh, who that to the rest of the fam? My boy Hoodie in the building, Colorado. DJ Blade Brown, shout up. Uh, he says Derek Carr growing on me. Yeah, yeah. Carr is not like I said. It's a, I talk to a lot of people in the Who That Nation, man. There's a it's a, they're on this side and then at this side, and then and then I'm like right in the middle. You know, I'm like the guy's a decent quarterback. He put up a lot of statistics uh, that are positive. You know, can he help the Saints offense? Most certainly. You know, it's all up to Pete Carmichael and the staff getting in, uh, you know, kind of acclimated to the offense and what they want him to do. He brings leadership there. That's a positive. What else could we put around him? And can Dennis Allen stay out of the way? Because uh, that was a big problem last year when him destroying the QB position uh, position last year. The whole James, James Winston debacle was ridiculous, but maybe the Derek Carr thing, maybe he stays out the way and allows uh, things to flow from an offensive standpoint because if we had more offense last year, we most certainly would have won at least two more games at the very least, you see. So it does help. So we'll see. Let the it'll the naysayers on the far on the other side of the spectrum where they're not car guys, they start winning, they'll win a lot of those guys over. So anyway, with that being said, I'm gonna play just a small snippet of some of that interview uh from Carr uh and uh uh and uh, the Saints just a small piece of it. And then we'll move into some of the other news notes and items. I'm not going to hold you long uh, in this stream. I promise you I won't. <laughs> I got a Pelican stream coming up at six o'clock. I just wanted to touch in with the family members and for our Patreon and YouTube champions. We'll have the uh, we'll have the TSC NFL prospects breakdown stream. That'll be on for seven o'clock tonight. Just to let some of the family members know. 
that the 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 sports coma draft stream that we did or the prospect breakdown stream will be available at seven o'clock tonight for those family members when they get an opportunity to check that out. So there you go. So with that being said, fam, we're gonna get that popping and snapping. Saints for life. Shout out to you, Kai the Great, DJ D Smooth. Shout out to you, fam. Appreciate you. All right, yeah, yeah, I got you, bro. Uh, Devin, shout out. Ricks, what's up, fam? Appreciate you as well. Please hit the like button, family. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button and the share button. Here we go. Look, um, y'all put one in the chat. Appreciate everybody being out here today. Um, obviously, it's, it's an exciting time for uh, us as an organization. Um, I'm sure exciting for Derek and his family. Um, before we really kind of get going, I do want to make sure that um, you know everybody knows that. Derek's a much quicker decision maker on the field than he is off the field. Obviously, this took way too long in the process, um, but we're but we're obviously happy that that we have him. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to be um, with the Raiders when we drafted him in the second round, and and uh, have always admired the type of person that he is, uh, as well as the the, uh, the type of player that he is, and so. Uh, been outstanding just to watch him grow um you know both as an individual and as a player and we're we're uh we're excited about having him as our quarterback and so i'm going to turn it over to to uh the new quarterback of the new orleans saints Derek carr awesome yeah thank you you know thank you thank you so much um you know this this really is a dream come true moment for me and the, the warmth and the love that I felt, um, you know, from the city of New Orleans, Mrs. Benson, um, Mickey, DA, the whole organization, the whole city has been unbelievable. And before I get into that, I just have to say thank you to, to the Raiders, to Oakland, Las Vegas. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't be me if I didn't say thank you to them. Um, you know, I had nine great years there, a lot of great memories, um, a lot of hard times, a lot of fun times, um, a lot of... Uh, you know, a lot of kids since then in those days. <laughs> and uh, and I, I, Mr. Davis and the Raider organization, thank you. Um, you know, if, if they see this, I have to say thank you to them because I wouldn't be here without them and would, wouldn't be here without you if you didn't pick me, <laughs> you know, uh, in that spot. So with that said, you know, Mrs. Benson, thank you so much. Um, the warmth and the love that you've shown my wife and to my family and to me, um, is really something that you know just took us over the edge. Um, the love and the genuine heart that you have um, towards us and towards, towards your whole team and towards your whole staff. And, and there's, there's not, not one person in this building that, that wouldn't say the same thing. thing. And that that meant a lot to us in the decision making. Um, and as soon as we met you, it was like we met family. You know, it was like we already knew you. And um, you know the love that you showed us and. That, that meant so much to us, so thank you for welcoming, welcoming us to your organization and to your city. Um, to Mickey, I know Mickey and, you know, Tim had a lot of discussions. Uh, you know, we had a lot of, a lot of, ta- a lot of talks, and I, I tried to keep myself even killed during the whole thing, even though my wife already knew that we were coming here. Um, you know, she, she, she could have saved me a lot of time if she just would have told me that. Um, I was trying to find the perfect place for our family, and she could have helped us with that. Uh, but thank you, um, you know, for... For everything and NDA, uh, you know I, you know what, how I feel about this man. Uh, hopefully, me sitting here tells you what I think about him. And you know the opportunity you gave me, my first opportunity. Every time we played y'all, 
um, you know, since you know we weren't on the same team, I would always tell you thank you, you know, because you, you know, or in the press conference leading up to that game, I would say I was always thankful for Da because he gave me my chance. He trusted me with the keys to an organization and um, to be that quarterback there for nine years. Thank you, you know, for that. And you know, we we're just getting started though, you right? Know? And uh, you know, all that's in the past, but thank you for for texting me and. And blowing up my phone to make sure I picked the right spot. <laughs> and, and, you know, to the whole organization um, and, and to the city of New Orleans, thank you for welcoming my wife and my children literally everywhere we've gone. You know, when we first got here, we, we you know, with all the great food, the first place we went was Chipotle because we didn't know anything. Uh, and, and we walked in there and we couldn't get out of there because of the love from everyone in that, uh, in, in that building. And, you know, they were taking pictures and just welcoming us, you know, to the city, telling us anything that we need. They're here for us. And you could already feel the southern hospitality and the, the, the home feeling of it. And, you know, with that said, you know, my wife and I are super grateful, um, you know, to be here with our children and, you know, make New Orleans home. Um, you know, we chose, we chose New Orleans. You know, we chose this city. We chose the people here. Um, you know, thank Drew Breeze for reaching out to me and, answering a lot of my questions, <laughs> uh, you know, um, you know, I thank, you know, Peyton Manning, Archie Manning for reaching out to me and answering questions and being there for me, uh, you know, in making this decision. And so, you know, I'm really excited to get started and all of this stuff is fun. Um, but hopefully I can answer your questions as fast and as honorable as possible so we can get back to work. <laughs> all right. That's some of the stuff right there from Carr and, um, uh, and I know a lot of the family members were able to kind of, grasp what he said the other day a lot of positive things during the interview that was said by him to open up the stream uh but what's interesting is as we move forward and a lot of people anticipate uh car will be a guy that helps and I, and i and i and i do that too i think uh he will help he will help the offense he really could because the offense last year was so so inept you know leaderless and you can't win without a quarterback in this league. And uh, even though I don't think Carr is an elite quarterback, far from that in the NFL, he's a stable, very decent quarterback to have with a lot of good stats, uh, passing stats, and he will light up the offense for you. He will light up the damn offense for you. He will light it up. He's a, you know, so with his, his ability to pass the ball down the field, I would caution guys like Chris Olave and, our speed demons on the team to prepare, prepare yourself because he will get you the ball. He will get you the ball. It will be a wide open offense. You know, we will have our space game back defenses, opposing defenses will have to prepare for us as a threat down the field. So I just think at the end of the day that uh, let's see what they can build around him and see if the offense, because many games last year, the offense just simply wasn't there. They, They left too much, I use the term carrying of water. The defense was carrying the water for the offense a lot last year, and that needs to stop. The offense needs to handle its business this year, and the defense needs to level up. It did well in the secondary in some games last year when they were able to stop the run. But if they can just keep what they have, if they can keep the mic, they're working on Mike Thomas to get him here beyond what the, the money is, reworking his situation. If they can keep what they have and add to it, Mike, he's finally healthy. Can we finally get him back healthy after three years? Um, 
Chris Olave's development. He will be exponentially better. Rashid Shaheed and whoever else we're adding, Elvin Kamara, we can be able to draft somebody when Elvin does face suspension from the league. But if they can keep everybody together and finally get healthy, what does this look like? What does it look like? We'll finally have the opportunity of the ability to, to have space underneath to operate, use our space backs. And even if we can get some power game in there and, run, and get some power runners in there, this could look interesting. A lot of pressure on the Saints offense. Can Carmichael work with Carr and get him acclimated? Time will tell. So it's all about the offense carrying its own water. And they have to carry their own water. The Saints last year, it wasn't like the Saints were beat bad out of these games. It was back, some of these games, they were just they were just dumb. I'm just, you know, they were dumb in some of these games. They shot themselves in the foot a lot of these games. False starts and penalties of such just destroyed a lot of the opportunities we had. You know, the defense just collapsed in some games because they were simply tired because the offense was just so terrible. So this, I, I would, you get, you, you spend this kind of money on a quarterback and his skill set that he brings to the team could, it, it definitely should help. Now there are other you know, circumstances around the team as well as what happened. So the Saints finally introduced Derek Carr. They answered some stuff during the press press conference as well that was very positive. And then on to this is, you know, the Saints also inked Jawan Johnson to a two-year contract extension. Now, this was something that the Saints, kudos for the Saints for doing this fast. You know, they didn't let it, they didn't let it linger. They got in there and they says, listen, Jawan Johnson, we developed Jawan Johnson, and you keep the talent that you develop. That means Caden Ellis as well. Some of these guys, he developed successfully. Jawan Johnson started out, he is an inspiration. He started out as a wide receiver in a deep wide receiver room. He made the second year, he crossed over to the tight end position. He was at the bottom of the depth chart, and by this, by the last year, he climbed up to the starting tight end. He is an inspiration. He is a true success story in the black and gold building, and this brother deserves this. He agreed to a two-year deal, a contract extension with the Saints, and, I, and kudos to the Saints for getting this done fast. They announced that. Mickey announced it that the that Juwan agreed to a contract extension with the team for two years. And he's, of course, 6'4", 230, natural tight end. He just, it was a good progression for him. Played in 37 games, started 18 of them over the past three years. Uh, Recorded almost 60 catches for 700 yards, over 700 yards and 11 touchdowns. He was like, what, in the top four or five in touchdowns when you talk about the tight ends? So it was just phenomenal. Undrafted guy and another undrafted success story to the Black and Gold Nation. Another undrafted. And I always said the Saints do a wonderful, absolutely fantastic, wonderful job. Absolutely wonderful job of finding these undrafted guys and bringing them on the team. Absolutely just bringing them on the team and turning them into stars. And that's why the Saints, you know, you, you see what they do. And they in the draft, but the undrafted sector, they just they just really fly with it. And he's another success story for the Saints. Because remember, his competition was Adam Troutman, the fish man. The fish man has been has been relegated as a backup. Jawan Johnson seized the job. He he was an undrafted guy at the back of the tight end room behind uh clumsy guys like Nick Vanette and all these guys. Fishman was sitting on top of that thing. 
Jawan Johnson said, listen, fish man, you don't know what you're doing. Let me go ahead on and get that about you. The Saints seen it, and listen, undrafted guys, you're going to shine in the, the black and gold building. Most of the time, the majority of the time, we see him. So shout out to that brother, man. Undrafted, another undrafted success story for the New Orleans Saints as we land uh, and uh, extend out Juwan Johnson's contract for two years. What's next? Well, let's cover it. The Wire here has got it. Four moves Saints should make after signing Derek Carr. Shout out to my brother, Ross Jackson. On the scoop, he says it's been a busy week, but this is some of the people that he figured in after the signing of guys like JT Gray and all this is I give you the tracker right here. Shout out to the Saints News Network and Bob and KT, me, uh, brother Kyle T. Mosley and the rest of them as they give you the uh, draft tracker of what the Saints did. Of course, the signing the quarterback there. They also re-signed Kirk, uh, uh, Keith Kirkwood. You remember that? Keith Kirkwood, Kelvin Throckmorton, they gave him a one-year deal over 940 grand right there. Passing, you had a four-year deal at six million. JT Gray's three-year uh, deal, almost ten million dollars, and Jawan's two-year for twelve. So two for twelve for Jawan at six million. Very good contract for good talent. JT Gray's a special teams ace with a what? One, he was a Pro Bowler. Three years at six nine point six million, very inexpensive. Jawan Johnson, starting level NFL, undrafted tight end, two years at twelve million, six million per year, big to new passing yo, a good veteran defensive lineman that can play outside and inside for you, four years, six million, another cheap contract. So the Saints doing some good stuff, plus the restructures and the things that they reworked in Marcus May, Eric McCoy, Ramcheck, Will Lutz, Tyron Matthew, Demario Davis, and Taysom Hill. Still some work left to be done to get there. So the next few moves like that, but let's move back to this one here by Ross. And this is what he's thinking about. The Saints might be looking to reel in a fish besides Carl Big Fish along with Carr. Uh, but this is some of the stuff that they that he that he thinks that they should do. He talks about the Michael Thomas extension, which the Saints are actually working on right now to free up. Saints have the quarterback. Saints are in a unique position instead of having to go out and find cars top wide out. It, you know, the Saints did a good job of landing whoever they wanted at the quarterback position. They got him before free agency. So they, you know, they were reworking the contracts of other guys to keep them here. So they don't have to. So if you look at getting rid of, uh, let's say you're dropping off, you get rid of a guy like Michael Thomas, then you would have to go about the business to see if you could find his replacement. But obviously the Saints says, no, nah, we're going to, Dennis Allen is a Michael Thomas fan. So what he does is he is he, he's going to work with him and keep him here to see what is the Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Rashid Shaheed, and the Derek Carr, Elvin Kamara uh, combo, you know, uh, team looks like. Could be very interesting. So it's simply a matter of keeping them in a building. It's not simple with Carr, but Thomas is clearly excited about it, the tweet. So he has, he, let's see if the Saints have the example of reworking the deal. And they currently are doing that to rework another contract with him to kind of be more feasible to keep Michael Thomas in the building. Next thing, David Onyemata. This is something that the Saints are also going to do eventually after a few other moves that they're making. The Saints uh, did bring back those other guys, but the defensive tackle, uh, David Onyemata, needs to be another guy the Saints also resigned. And we talked about o- Onyemata last year in some games and didn't look like himself, but that's not necessarily, I want to say, all his fault. The defensive line, uh, interiorly speaking, suffered too. 
And then, you know, last year they became a, what, a bottom five league, a, a unit in the NFL out of all the teams. They gave up 120-something yards, 123, 124-something. I forget. I want to forget. Uh, they were just disaster. They just was a disaster in many games last year. As unknown running backs were able to just pop the Saints for big yardage and keep keep them on the field. So David Onyemata re-signing him shouldn't be an expensive proposition. But the Saints, once they do this, and listen, this could be a very positive situation if the Saints handle this in the correct way. What I mean by that is you, you re-sign some of these guys because of some of the contracts we just talked about are very economical contracts outside of the car deal. So if you're looking at the uh, the Saints keep reworking and keeping Michael Thomas here on another contract that'll be more friendly toward the team from a book standpoint, you get David on Yamada on his contract and bring him back. Then you span out over the rest of the team. What are the areas from a starter perspective are you looking at to fill? Well, there's we talked about this prior on, is that if you keep a Michael Thomas and the Saints are, there's no need to look at wide receivers high. You know, there's no need. Perhaps maybe you need another veteran. Maybe you can look at getting a veteran just in case Michael Thomas has a setback in his injury, like the Saints did last year when they brought Jarvis Landry back. Is Jar- can Jarvis Landry, is he interested in joining the Saints with Carr at the quarterback position? Why not? Even though he's a Jameis guy, perhaps he'll be interested in coming here. Or perhaps maybe somebody else with colorful hair that also played at LSU. He, could he be possibly interested? Things, it, it, <laughs> who, who knows? But at the end of the day, the Saints are sitting right now. If they can do this just right, they can kind of look, they can set themselves up for something successful in the upcoming year because the offense is not that far off. The next question is the future of Jameis Winston. What happens? Well, they have to March the 18th to figure out exactly what's going on. Actually, the 15th, I'm sorry. The 18th is for Michael Thomas. March the 18th is Michael, I think, the Michael Thomas deadline for the money situation. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. 
If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. And the 15th is for Jameis Winston, I want to say. Yeah, it is. The 15th. So, he has until the 15th of March to decide on whether or not he'll take a restructured contract from the Saints. Will he or won't he? Well, right now, there are several teams throughout the NFL that could use his services. Right now, there's a rumor going around in the NFL circles that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could be interested in Baker Mayfield. If Jameis Winston hits free agency, not only could he make more money as a free agent quarterback somewhere else, but he can also get a starting job somewhere else because he sees himself as a starter. Why would he sit behind Carr another year to be here? Now, if he does it for the love of being being in the black and gold, that's one thing. But once the team decides to give a quarterback $100-plus million, it's his team now. It's no longer your team. So Jameis, has, they gave him an ultimatum, and my thing would be I would decide to, to go into free agency and more than likely to see where he lands at. And he could land, he could land back in Tampa Bay, man. This is the crazy part about it. He can end up going back to where he started because they can most certainly use him. Let me tell you something. Anyway, let's keep it moving here. And of course, the Saints could use the extra money because if Jameis decides to not sign the restructured deal, the Saints will have almost $13 million in cap relief that will go to help them greatly as they look to get even further down. All right, and then, of course, this is the biggest one right here. Andrews Pete, what, does, what happens with Andrews Pete? They, could the Saints convince Andrews to take a pay cut? You know, three-time Pro Bowl offensive lineman who has missed a lot of games. He's owed a lot of money. Do the Saints make the step here and say, you know what? Let's get another cheaper offensive lineman to repeat Andrews Pete, I mean, to replace him. Or we can cut Andrews Pete and save almost $12 million. So, Jameis, I'm leaning on the side to say Jameis leaves and free agency frees up, what, almost $13 million or whatever it is, and then Andrews Pete frees up an additional almost $12 million as they designate them guys, what, a, a post-June cut? So, it's interesting how it all shakes out, but in the end, due to Saints, because not everybody going to stay. The team going to look a little different here. But Andrews Pete and Jameis Winston, very interesting. But the biggest question mark, because Jameis is not really a question mark in my mind, and he's gone. What about Andrews Pete? What happens here? Because if Andrews is not here, that will then stipulate exactly where the Saints end up going in the draft. Because if Andrews is, um, if, if, if they decide that Andrews is not the guy for this position at the guard position, then the Saints most certainly will have to address that position in the first three rounds of the draft. And of course, in, in uh, Torrance, Cyrus Torrance, the guy from down here, the big offensive lineman from Florida, who's one of the better guys. Perhaps he he's a guy the Saints can look at because he has a bit of a nasty streak, big physical guy. Bringing him home would be a smart move for the Saints, and it'll give you an offensive lineman for the next five to ten years that you can rely on. 
So is Andrews Pete the answer? This is the question the Saints have. Or do they convince him to take to rework or take a pay cut to stay with the team? If he does, it gives the Saints offense some uh, it gives them some consistency, so to speak. Because you got all these guys coming back again. So while a, a, a June 1st cut to Pete would save the team almost $12 million, you know, otherwise restructuring his contract would help as well. But what does Andrews Pete, what does, what does he decide to do? What happens with Andrews? Eventually the Saints could rework his, his deal, but somebody got to go. And a lot of people yelling, Q, it's time for Andrews Pete to go. He's never there. And it seems like he's breaking down, his body's breaking down. And uh, he's not as available as he is. And it could be time. And I've been, to, been defending Andrews for a long time on the coma. I think maybe the, if any, if if some of the fears or thought processes of some of the family members were valid, and they are, and the mindset of does Andrews, should Andrews stay, uh, be, you know, or take a pay cut because of his, not his ability, his availability is not there. He's not there all the time. And if you want to make a move and get beyond him, this could be a, a situation that happens this year when the Saints finally say, you know what, let's move on. We'll get a cheaper guy there. Plus, we'll save um, we'll save almost twelve million dollars in cap. Could be something the Saints look at doing. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. So that's some of the stories right there. So Andrews Pete's interesting. We know what Jameis Winston's going to do. I doubt Jameis stays. I think the Saints extend David on Yamada because of the contract situation, how the dead money works out. And of course, they already admitted that they're working on and the insiders are telling you they're looking to extend Michael Thomas with a newer deal. And of course, let's recap and go over the tracker thus far, just to recap how things have been going in free agency with the team. The Saints did ink car to a four year deal. 150 is the mark while re-signing in-house uh, uh, players like Keith Kirkwood, Kelvin Throckmorton to new pass and you'll a JT Gray and Jawan Johnson. The team has also restructured the deals of May McCoy, Ramchek, Lutz, Ma- uh, Matthew Davis, Demario Davis. That is Taysom Hill. They're working on a new deal with Michael Thomas or a restructured deal. With Michael Thomas and Andrews Pete is another person they got to look at. And and Jameis' situation comes due at March the fifteenth. So we'll see how it all shakes and goes moving forward. But there are quite a few other players to look at. Now, there is also other guys that people want to sign. They talk about Q. How about Davenport or Cade Nellis? Cade Nellis should be resigned. He's a big part of the Saints defense. The light finally went on for Cade Nellis. Cade should be resigned. No doubt about it, because he's really important. The third linebacker for the Saints uh, defense is very important. Cade Nellis should be resigned. And, of course, you have the rookie, DeMarco Jackson, we will see eventually what he looks like, but Caden Ellis should be re-signed to the team. I don't think he'll be expensive, you know, depending on who's looking at him. Cause there's a lot of linebackers out there uh, that uh, big, bigger name linebackers that'll be commanding some money. Some of those guys might not leave in the first few weeks or week or two of free agency and Caden Ellis, because he's a young linebacker uh, could be somebody what they're looking at, but if they can't retain him at the right price, then DeMarco Jackson obviously would be the guy. And depending on what happens there in free agency, the Saints will have to then look at perhaps replacing him in the draft if they don't find somebody in free agency they like. And maybe I mentioned a young a linebacker, Dorian, out of uh, Tulane. Could that be somebody? A very good linebacker. 
And that's a guy that you can look at to help you out in the draft as well. And he'll be there. Maybe he'll be there for you after the fourth round, you know? So I say sign Caden Ellis back. No to Davenport unless he's cheap. I think some other teams will probably be interested in bringing Marcus Davenport back, but no one Davenport if he's cheap. Shy Tuttle and Catavia Streets are other guys that's free agents as well. You you might get both of those guys back, maybe one of them. Uh, Kent Street could come back. I mean, I'm not really impressed with it, but he did last year. I think the Saints really need to go and find really true another nose tackle, make, draft one in the draft, obviously, and see if they can get a veteran guy in uh, in the in, in the uh, Maybe you can get one in free agency. They need the Saints really need to focus on getting nose tackles again. You know, big nose tackles or Malcolm Brown types that you plug next to David on your mind. And he has some really good success when you plug a big guy like uh, Malcolm Brown next to David on your mind because he demands a double team. You cannot single block Malcolm Brown. And you shouldn't, whoever you want to draft, that guy, whoever he is, he should take two guys to block him. That frees up other guys one-on-one. David Onyemata can be the one-on-one guy just like that. He pushed them guys in the backfield and caused hell. But you you don't, you need a, whoever playing next to them, they must command a double team. That's how it works. Somebody got to get the double team. And it's usually the nose tackle. So we kind of get hitting with this defensive tackle garbage, man. Certain and like, oh, any def- def- defensive tackle can work. No. It don't look the same when Brown was in there versus when you had Kent Street or Shy Tuttle in some games. Those guys, you have to be able to get those guys in there. So, so this is pretty much what I'm thinking when you when you talk about uh, uh, where the Saints are positioned at, right, in terms of the draft. Um, they got the right amount of picks, and if they're fortunate enough, not a, and if they stay with what they have. Now, let's say the Saints, they rework and deal with Michael Thomas so you don't need to go out in free agency and see about go get, going to get a top-tier uh, replacement for Michael Th- Thomas. The Saints are going to ride with Michael Thomas. So that's that's there. Now, the only thing is, can the Saints, are the Saints interested in giving Jarvis Landry? Is he interested in coming back on a similar deal or a little less than what he got last year? Is he interested? Or can the Saints find a veteran, a cheaper veteran, guy and I really think hope Jarvis does come back but that would be interesting too if they could find another veteran wide receiver just in case Michael has a setback Mike Thomas has a setback and his and his health then you can have that guy to come in there and play for him so I still say you're going to need a veteran wide receiver uh, to help out that way could could it be Jarvis could it be somebody else that you don't spend a lot of money on if they can do that fine the offensive line, if Andrews Pete is the guy, if he decides to take a pay cut or if the Saints release him, if he takes a pay cut, fine. He moves on. He's a, he's a starting guard. If not, the Saints will have to address that starter in the draft because perhaps in free agency, it might be a little too pricey. It probably will be better for them to go into the draft and draft a guy because Torrance more than likely probably will be there when they draft him. So it depends on where he goes because he's a starter there. So they will have to address that in the first round, maybe the second round somewhere in there. And then outside of that, if they decide to keep all of that, you say, Q, what about the backup quarterback position? You already got the answer to that. You know, it's going to be Andy Dalton. Should they draft a quarterback? I still say draft a quarterback and say, Q, but they just gave Derek Carr 150 million or they signed him to a four year deal. Roughly at 150. Do the things, should the things draft a quarterback uh, in the first round, not in the first round, maybe in the second or the third, but the Saints most certainly should have a quarterback in place because 
Just because Derek Carr gets that, you know, he, they sign him a four-year deal. He's 31 years old. By the time the deal expires, he'll be in his mid-30s. And remember, as you get older, you know, injuries kind of build up on you. So you still want to be able to have the security blanket of having a young quarterback that's underneath there that's still in the wings that is developing. Now is the time to do that. You don't, you know, you don't wait till it becomes a need. Now that you got a guy that you estimate will be there, still have his replacement on hand just in case something happens. This is the NFL after all. You know, this is the, the NFL. So you still need to consider a quarterback, maybe in the second or third round, Elvin Kamara. But the Saints defensive line needs help. The Saints need alignment. They need a alignment there, interiorly speaking. They need an interior defensive lineman, a nose tackle there. They need to see what they're going to do with the edge rusher role. Do they draft another edge rusher? Yeah, Davenport, there's Peyton Turner on it. Passing you is a guy that can play outside and inside. So the Saints need help on the defensive line. That's, that's Dennis Allen's forte. This is his, his squad, his team, and he'll have the ability to look at the defensive line and say, hey, man, I could damn sure need another pass rusher. Hey, man, I could really need, need a nose tackle to stop that, that uh, nose bleeding that we had last year when we allowed 120-plus yards a game. So wouldn't be mad at none of those moves at all, man. But a lot of what happens with the Saints and free agency kind of lacks over to the draft. And, and what moves we need to make. So we kind of anticipating if you don't get Andrews back or you release Andrews, you're going to have to draft somebody. If you uh, decide not to go with Kate Nellis and let Kate Nellis go, you got DeMarco Jackson in the wing. Perhaps you get a veteran linebacker like we had last year when we picked up the guy from Minnesota, then let Green Bay pilfer him off our practice squad. Uh, we, you know, try to protect these players to the best of our ability. We don't, don't want to lose players like that. So life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance, up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. But the Saints, if they can currently keep what they have, right, and they fortify what they have, offensively speaking, the offense next year should be able to carry its own water. And that's all they need to do. The offense needs to carry its own water. The defense gets an interior defensive run stuffer, a couple of them, one early in the draft, perhaps one later or in free agency or in, in undrafted ranks. Then, you know, what do you do at the end position? Cam is getting up, up there. Cam has one year left on his contract. Maybe the Saints restructure Cam's contract. Only time will tell, man. Only time will tell on this. Only time will tell. All right, so anyway, with that being said, man, shout out. What's up, Tori? Shout out to you. Appreciate she says no pass protection. Smoke saying no pass protection. Well, you got Trevor Pennon, you know, not <laughs> Trevor Pennon. What's up, Kimo? Shout out to you. B Jizzle, what's happening, baby? Uh, but yeah, you got Trevor Pennon there. 
And on the opposite side, you got Ryan Ramchick. And, of course, the Saints inked Kelvin Throckmorton back. So you got an interior man. You still got Landon Young. Saying, what happens with Andrews Pete? Should they draft some? Well, then again, you know, they draft an offensive lineman there to replace Andrews Pete because really all they'll do is just slide, slide uh, James Hurst at the guard position. And the rookie will compete for Hurst for the guard position, but it will, he would be the swing offensive lineman. For the Saints, he's the best, uh, you know, he's the sixth lineman, the swing guy that fills in at the guard or tackle positions wherever you need him. So the Saints, perhaps the movement showed that they're pretty confident in their, in their offensive line. Cesar Ruiz did get better. You know, credit to uh, Doug Marone, the offensive line coach, for helping that out. So, you know, at what point do the Saints, if they keep everything together, including Andrews Pete, and they build around it and they fortify the needs and they add depth where depth is needed, the Saints offense would carry its own water. The defense wouldn't have to worry about carrying its own water. And then we have to face the special teams and can they get on code and do the right thing? Because they suck. They've been sucking up the the, the last couple of years with the uh, you know, with uh, Dan, Darren Rizzi, who's the special teams coordinator over there, man. They can't block to save their lives. But anyway, that'll that'll do it for this stream, fam. I know I told you I wasn't going to keep you long. And I see I told y'all, y'all know, y'all, I told you. I told you, baby. Baby, I told you. But anyway, with that being said, we look at the running back position, too, with Elvin Kamara. There are tons of running backs in this draft. A lot of people like Ty J. Spears. Uh, who else is? Robertson, the big running back from Tennessee. I don't know if he'll be available there uh but there are other tons of running backs that's left out there for people to to look at that the saints can have in the 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 third and and back that can really help them speed and power and a combination of thereof there's really a good amount of players the saints have hell the saints can even draft a wide receiver late a big wide receiver and we talked about it like in the draft stream tonight at seven you hear some of the prospects we talked about guys like jada kiss uh 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 Jadakiss uh, from uh, Pitt, I think it is. What is it? From Rutgers, I think the kid is. But yeah, Jadakiss is another really good uh, wide receiver, big guy there. Uh, there's several guys that I like, to be honest with you, man, and that they're in the wide receiver. I don't know if they'll be there late, but guys like Zay Flowers and all these guys, man, they're a ton of really good wide receivers that'll be available in the draft. Do the Saints get one of those guys in the fourth, fifth round to add to the wide receiver room? A guy with size and speed to help out there to bring in as opposed to going to get a veteran. So if Mike has a problem and whatever the deal could be, it could be this guy could be a potential replacement for Mike so they can get one in the draft. They got a lot of really good wide receivers that's available, that'll be available after the third round. So the Saints can reach and get guys like uh, Jadakiss Bonds or, or, uh, or Zay Flowers or several other really talented people out there, man, that we talk about. We pinpoint quite a few of them on this draft stream. There's so many people, man, that's going on. But anyway, with that being said, fam, yeah, Robinson, yeah, if he's available, man, I, I don't know if he'll be available there. Also, the safety position is something we need to look at, too. That's something people are not talking about, the safety position. We could really use uh, some help. Yeah, Bryce Ford Wheaton's another really good one from uh, Michigan. Yeah, I, yeah, he's terrific, man, big guy. So we really need, we, we have to really look at some of these players, man. Uh, going forward, so the Saints, yeah, Rook said Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss, he's another good one. That'll be, yeah, there are quite a few of them that's out there, man, you know, that'll be available after the third round that can help the Saints. They really could, and it could be cheap. 
You know, it wouldn't have to cost you that much money. So the Saints are sitting in the prime position right now that if everything work out, the Saints simply uh, would just have a few movements to make from a starter perspective. And then it's just depth across the board as they just fortify the team. So a couple of correct decisions in each room holds or each uh, unit holds its own water and the Saints could push forward because they were seven and ten last year. A win at seven and ten last year and a few wins they left on the board, man, man, we could have been in that thing. We could have been in that thing. But anyway, safety's a big a, a big deal too. With with Tyron getting older, they did re-sign JT Gray to three years, but JT Gray's not very he's not a very good safety. I mean, just keep it a buck with you. He's not a very good so maybe they see him as improvement. Maybe he can prove with the new staff that's coming in. Maybe they can make him see the light. But also the Saints could do a better job. They got smoke money there. What does he look like? So it'll be interesting to see how our safeties look. Perhaps the Saints looking at a cornerback position later on in the draft as well. So it's quite a few things that we can address going forward, man, and it's going to be fun. So shout out to the fam. Thank you all for being here for the stream. I'm going to have to cut out on that, which I can stay and talk to you guys a little longer. But I got a stream coming up soon uh, for the Pelicans. Listen. We'll be on the Pelican Post Game Report tonight, recapping yesterday's game and today's game uh, tonight on the Pelican Post Game Report. We will open up the phone lines tonight, as we always do on the weekend, on our weekend stream. So if you're a Pelican person, you like the Pels, look up the uh, the Pelican Post Game Report and hit the subscribe button, man. We'll be in that thing. And for the family members, it's Patreon champions and YouTube members. Please feel free to uh, give you the, the nose up right, the heads up right now that at 7 o'clock tonight, that we will be, we'll have the the sports coma uh, draft special, the draft uh, breakdown, the prospects draft break, the draft prospects breakdown stream will be tonight at seven o'clock on Patreon and on for our YouTube memberships uh, members. So that'll be posted in the in the links that they usually are, so the family members can know, so we can get familiar with more of these names. So there's quite a yeah, Deuce Vaughn's another good one, Professor. Absolutely. See, uh, it, they're really terrific, man. I'm gonna just keep it a buck fifty. They got a, a lot of good talent in the running game, wide receivers, and toward the back end, a lot of good talent that can help the team out, especially with safety. Some of these really good safeties are gonna go to the fourth, fifth round. So the Saints, if they are astute enough, they can be able to find some help, a young safety in the draft that can help them out. Wide receivers as as well. So we don't have as many needs as we anticipated because we thought Michael, you know, dealing with what happened with Michael Thomas. If they rework Andrews Pete deal that, you know, that also helps to go into other things. So somebody we know sooner or later, somebody's going to go. We're just going to have to see how it all falls, falls far. Yeah, he's lost. I don't know in the first round, Rook 10, that Zay Flowers go. But yeah, I don't know if he's a first round guy, but I'm most certainly a second, second round guy I'd be surprised if he's in there at the third round that guy is terrific man very terrific Zay Flowers is awesome man love his game all right so with that being said don't forget our guy either uh Keyshawn Butte from uh LSU you know he fell a bit because he had a bad season last year at LSU so he'll be available uh in the third round and beyond so what is what does he look like yeah I see you with some of the family members drawing out uh or BJ Ojalari where does he end up man ah you know, because could the, the Saints break that LSU thing that they don't like to do too much? They don't draft too many people. We got LSU players and some Tulane guys that are really do well for us. 
All right, so what happened? Uh, so with that being said, listen, I'm going to get on out on that. I appreciate y'all, man, for being in the stream. Much love to the fam. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Check out the show links in the description section below. And I'm going to holler at y'all uh, on the next stream. Who that? And I'm out. Yeah. Like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Bucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform at the pro shops we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family unisex tees for men and women hoodies and sweatshirts tank tops kids and baby items long sleeve tees mugs pillows wall art bath bedding face masks phone cases stickers bags fanny packs socks hats and many other items please feel free to check out the pro shops the link is in the description section below and remember it helps the platform continue to grow check out the pro shop and who that's it 
WhoThatDaily.com. That's right, the WhoThatDaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top-flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, WhoThatDaily.com is your site. The Who With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.